Hi, I'm Hannah. And I'm Nairi. And we're here to show you the behind the scenes of our fitness journeys. To share the lessons that we've learned along the way. And the things that have helped us grow. To help you thrive in your own journey. Our mission is to inspire, educate and empower you. Welcome to our podcast. <laughs> Hello everyone. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited today because we've got a really cool topic um, that we're going to be discussing. Um, we've actually just finished our Elevate and Empower uh, group call. So we're going to do the same topic because it was a killer and I think everyone can benefit from listening to this. So um, first and foremost, how are you, Hannah? I'm good. I'm hungry. I'm five weeks out. I'm four weeks out on Saturday. So like five weeks and three days. Oh and God. this week I am struggling so much. Like it just hit me, you know, like the tiredness, the hunger. It's working. I'm in prep. This is exactly how I'm supposed to feel. <laughs> True. It's meant to be hard. It's <laughs> a walk in the park, right? Exactly. How are you? Oh, first, I just wanted to say that you're absolutely smashing it. And I actually saw Hannah last weekend at the Obsessed Gymwear Open Day. Um, so I got to see her in person, which was awesome. Um, and she is looking so shredded. Um, her, yeah, her prep is going very well by the the sounds of everything and by the look of her so just wanted to drop that in there thank you <laughs> but, um, I'm doing really well this week um I I've been really busy as usual but I don't know I just feel really good today and um I've been smashing my sleep and I just I can't keep I can't stop sorry raving about how good my sleep has been lately um and I think that really impacts my mood and my energy levels like the next day and the following day and the following day from that. So um, it's really cool to finally feel like I've got my sleep under, under control because, you know, that's something I was struggling with a while back. So love that. But um, why don't we get into today's topic? Um, we're going to be talking about um, your goals and um, whether what you're doing is aligning with that goal. So we thought it'd be a really good topic to talk about and, um, you know, going back, back to your why as well. So did you want to start it off, Hannah? Um, yes, I'm reading Jay Shetty, Think Like a Monk at the moment. And I'm obsessed with this book. It's so good. And uh, one of the things that he goes really deep on is like identifying your values. Hang on. Is my mic playing up? Or is it all right? Can you hear me? Uh, internet. Yeah, it says it's unstable, but I think it's still working. Yeah, we're good. Hi guys. Yeah. So one of the things that he is uh, really big on is identifying your values and where they come from. So whether or not they're your own values or whether they're values that you've picked up from, say, your family or society or your friends or people around you. Um, and he gives you this activity to go through um, your values and identify like where did they come from? are they like the origin and are they mine or have they come from somewhere else and been like implanted um so I did that last week and it just really brought to my attention how one my values have changed over time so like for example my health and fitness journey started aesthetically like I wanted to look a certain way and now as I get older I actually 
I care less. I mean, obviously everyone still wants to look good, but I care less about the aesthetics and I actually value more how I feel, my strength, how I am day to day, mobility, uh, stuff like that. And actually like having enough nutrients and things like that. So um, just about reflection and awareness really. Uh, but I highly recommend that book and I highly recommend everyone to do that exercise and take a, a deep look at your values. I loved that. You know, um, I actually was reading a book, um, The One Thing, a couple months ago. Love that book. God, it's good. Um, I still implement some of the um, practices um, that are in that book, which is really cool. I love that. When a book really resonates with me, I will think about it for months and months and years later, I will sort of come back to it and be like, oh, I remember that book and what they spoke about in this aspect. And, and I'm doing this particular thing. That's, um, you know, something I learned from the book. Like, I think that's really important um, not to just read books and not sort of implement the changes, but to actually read them and understand them and then take that on for your life. I think that's important. Um, but one of the things that they were talking about um, is similar to what Hannah just said. Um, and basically it was a, a couple who um, I think the wife wanted to do something. I can't remember specifically what it was, um, but um, the husband, uh, sorry, the husband wanted her to do something, but she didn't specifically want to do it, right? But it was his idea. So she was finding it was really challenging to actually do that thing because it was his idea, not hers. It didn't come from her head, <laughs> came from someone else, which is similar to what Hannah was saying. So um, if the idea is your own and if it's your value, then you're more likely to actually do the thing than if someone else has said to you, I want you to do this thing because that's, that's my value and that's what I want you to do. Um, but if you specifically feel that it aligns with you, then you're more likely to actually achieve that thing. It's like, um, say for instance, you know, a couple and maybe the wife wants the husband to lose weight for whatever reason, but the husband's like, no, I'm fine with the way that I look or whatever. So then they're not going to actually implement any changes because they're happy with the way that they look, but the female might have a different idea of what they want the husband to look like or whatever. So if it comes from within um, and it's from your own thoughts, then you're more likely to actually do that thing. Um, so definitely take a moment, maybe even read that book that Hannah was talking about and the one that I'm talking about, the um, the one thing. What was yours, Hannah? Think Like a Monk. Think Like a Monk. Yeah, I love Jay Shetty. He's really good. Oh, he's great, yeah. Um, but write down some of those um, values that you align with um, and that's going to help you to figure out, um, you know, what you actually truly want and, you know, what's your goal? What do you actually want to achieve? I think it's really important we were talking about today um, on our call before like no matter where you're at in your fitness journey uh, you should well even if it's not a fitness journey in any journey of life like you should always reconnect to your why because the biggest reason you lose motivation is that you can't remember what you're not connected to why you're doing something it starts to lose its purpose um, I also read another book called Simon, uh, called Start With Why by Simon Sinek. It's a business book, um, but basically the same concepts. Like mm -hmm. everything that we do, if we don't have a why behind it, we're just going through the motions and we're just doing maybe what other people expect of us or, or what we think we ought to be doing. And 
that's when you kind of feel that day-to-day just passing of time and plodding along and you're not connected you lose that excitement you lose that that fire within you you know and so if you do take the time to reflect to journal to actually stop and assess why you're doing the things that you do it can just really be that kick up your ass that you need to get you back on track and in the right direction because if we don't have strong values and we don't know why we're doing things we're easier to get caught up in distraction and and bad habits and other people's behaviors and and get pulled along by the crowd where if we're strong in our values strong in why we're doing something then we're more likely to make smart choices surround ourselves with people who can help to move us forward as well yeah I feel that you know a couple weeks back probably going back maybe three to four weeks actually um, there was a period of time where I was finding that um, you know, I was in a building phase and I was in that really uncomfortable stage. You know how when you first um, get out of a deficit and you're reversing and you're feeling really good because you're getting lots of food coming in. So your muscles are really full. You haven't actually like your body hasn't caught up yet with what's going on. So you've got full muscles, but you're still really lean. And then a couple months later, once you're consistently hitting those higher calories, you start to feel like your body fat starting to accumulate and you're like, hmm, okay, I'm not as lean as what I was, but it's okay, it's fine. And then another couple months go past and you're like, fuck, <laughs> not really happy with this body fat now because <laughs> it's such a contrast from when you were really lean. And anyway, I was in this stage probably about a month ago where you know, I'd been in out of a deficit for like four months and I was like, oh, you know, I know that um, I need to gain um, body fat in order to actually grow muscle, but I'm not comfortable with this level of body fat right now. Um, And then a month later, my training performance has actually improved because I've come back to the reason why I'm doing it. You know, why do I want to actually grow muscle? Well, I need to grow my glutes. It's a weak part for me. Every time that I cut, I notice that I hold a lot of body fat in my glutes but it's not muscle, it's body fat. Like, yes, there's muscle there, but it's not as much as I would like. And since I'm not competing this year, I'm like, okay, well, I've only got a couple of months before I wedding. So I need to push myself for the next two months in order for next year, when I start to cut for my competition, that I'm actually going to cut come in with more muscle on my glutes and you know overall my muscle mass on my body will look better you know than what it does at a different um sorry at the same body weight right now so it's just really important always coming back to what why you're doing the thing that you're doing and you know for me the reason and we spoke about this on the call just before you were talking about um the reason why you're competing and Um, how you started off with aesthetics then you started to focus on health and fitness a bit more closely Um, and you know there's some other reasons why you're competing Um, and for me the reason why I wanted to compete was it was a mental challenge it was like when I first got into training I wanted to prove to myself that I could overcome all of these challenges and self-limiting beliefs like what Hannah was talking about previously in our um, coaching call earlier And those are the things that are are quite deep. Like it's a deep reason for you to do something. It's not just, oh, I'm just going on stage because everyone else is doing it. And 
it's a rite of passage as a coach, you know. It's like, well, there's actually a deeper meaning behind it. Um, and, you know, I'm going, I'm like seven years into my health and fitness and training and everything. And I'm like, fuck, I still haven't competed. And that's frustrated me <laughs> so much because I know that um, the reason why I wanted to compete in the beginning was to overcome mental challenges. So, and to prove to myself that I can actually do this athletic goal and, um, you know, achieve this, not status as such, but I, I wanted to do well. I didn't want to just compete just for the sake of it. I, you know, I actually do want to win. Like, I feel like you can't just compete just for the sake of it. There needs to be an actual reason, right? Um, and of course I want to win. Um, I know that the first competition is not going to be my best, but if that's that's the base um, baseline, you know, because I've never competed before. So um, any benchmark that I set is going to be better than I've ever done before because I've never done it, right? Um, anyway, bit of a tangent there, but yeah, it's important to always come back to the, the reason why you're doing something. And I know that after I finish um, my competition, the next thing that I want to pursue is having a family. So, you know, having a really a, a focusing my time and energy on my health, my inner health is going to be really important at that time. Um, because obviously when you have a family, you want to be making sure that your hormones are in check um, and that you're implementing the, um, you know, the right health and fitness changes that are going to help you to um, be a good role model for your children for the future. Yeah, I love that. Your why can be anything and it doesn't have to be something huge, you know. It can just be to um, to set healthy habits so that you can help your family to be healthier as well, you know. can be anything, big or small, something that's important to you. But the most important thing is that you have that underlying reason. Mm. Definitely. Well, I think that was a nice, short, but sweet little episode. So I hope that we've inspired you to think about your values and your why and reflect on that and come back to it whenever you need that little boost within your training or any area of your life. Thank you so much for joining us today. You can find us at the Hanasad on Instagram and Nairi at coach underscore Nairi. And both of us are on the Elevate and Empower page on Instagram and we will see you next time. Thanks for listening guys.